Hey, welcome to Recharting Your Life with Hope. I'm Hope Cook, creator and host. If you feel stuck, restless, overwhelmed, or dissatisfied with your current life, despite your life looking pretty good on paper, or at least on social media, I can totally relate. Together, we'll figure out how to take the next right step. I'll interview women who are a little farther along on the path and get tips and ideas from them. I definitely don't have it figured out, so I'll share the ups and downs of my own journey with you. Let's get started because life is too short to waste in autopilot. If you want to be the best possible version of you, you're in the right place. Hey, y'all. Today, I wanted to talk about those of you who are not even thinking about climbing a mountain. Maybe you are hanging on by your fingernails to the ledge and you're just praying you can hang on. So this podcast is for y'all. Because I have some friends, some other moms, and we were talking about how summers are not always the bomb, especially when we've just gotten through a year of COVID where the kids were like barely in school and now they're home again all day. And some of us work outside the home, some of us work or try to work in the home, and others are mothers full-time, and my heart goes out to y'all too because that's that's kind of rough. Um, in my opinion, not, not everybody feels that way, but staying home with my kids full-time would be really hard. So if you're in survival mode with parenting, work, all the other things in your life, how can you keep your head above water long enough to see off in the distance and plan getting there? As I've been studying functional medicine, one of the biggest take-home points has been the effect of cortisol on our bodies. So cortisol, remember, is like prednisone that your body makes. It's a steroid. And I remember one time a provider made the comment, she was looking at my brain waves, and she's like, I often see this brainwave pattern in peak performers. And I felt kind of proud when she said it, but she didn't say it in a complimentary way. What she was saying was, I had a lot of alpha waves and I was having a hard time settling down. I was having a hard time like getting my beta waves to light up. Um, And I'd always thought of myself as like a high achiever, aim high, don't settle for anything less. But this achieving and performing comes at a cost to our mental health and definitely our physical health. Because when we're in this fight or flight mode with our stress level skyrocketing, we simply cannot plan for the future. And think about it. Our bodies are literally programmed to get through each second of the day. And we're focused on survival when our bodies are like this. We're not thinking about planning for the future. If a lion is chasing you and you're a zebra, you're not going to have time to like pause and think, oh, that looks like a nice meadow. I'll, I'll try to eat supper there tomorrow night. No, you're running like crazy and praying you won't die. And some of you feel that way right now. And you're like, why am I even listening to a podcast on recharting my life? Because my life is so topsy-turvy right now that I can't even think about anything in the future. Um, And parenting is one of those examples where you could find yourself experiencing a huge amount of stress. But the fight or flight response is basically any state you find yourself in that involves intense fear or worry 
and it monopolizes your thoughts. That's my own definition. Have you experienced this lately where you have intense fear or worry and whatever it is that you're worried about or fearful of has taken over your brain and you think about it all day? It could be a new job. It could be an upcoming move. So it's not necessarily anything bad. It could be something bad like a health scare. Um, When my dad was having um, surgery for a cancer a few months ago, I remember not being able to think about planning for Christmas or the holidays because my brain was solely focused on him making it through surgery. I was talking to a friend the other day and I asked her how it was going and asked if she liked her job. She works in sales and she confirmed what I suspected. She hates her job but she's worried about the economy. She's going through a divorce. Her kids are busy with all these summer activities, and she's worried about their mental health around the divorce. She's got to keep her job for health insurance. And she just, she's in this cortisol state. She's like, I'm waking up at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I'm just, I'm a mess. I'm not sleeping. Another friend has had some major health issues. She's developed a new chronic illness. It requires new medicines and a new specialist. The new medicines have new side effects. And then she ended up in the hospital, which led to seeing two more specialists and more medicines. And she was pretty healthy before all this started. She's trying to work full time and be a mom. And she's like, It must be nice to be able to rewrite your life and envision the future, but how's this possible when I'm just trying not to die? So what if you dream of doing something else, but you're not sure what it is, and even if you knew what it was, you just can't do it right now. You're on the hamster wheel. You can't get off. You're hanging on for dear life, and you can't let go. So in the 1990s, Wilson Phillips sang this song. I'm not going to sing it, but it goes like, don't you know, don't you know, things can change. Things can go your way if you hold on for one more day. Can you hold on? So think about your life's timeline. This is helpful. So um, a friend, Dorothy Andreas, she I interviewed her on the podcast at the end of season one. And she said, have you ever done this um, timeline therapy where you write out a timeline for different things. You could do one for career. You could do one for relationships, but you write out a timeline. So if you were doing um, a career, like my first little dot might be right out of PA school working in internal medicine. And it was, it was a high because I was a new graduate and I was learning and I was excited to be wearing that white coat. And then my next dot would be really low on the timeline because we moved to Montana. I couldn't find a PA job. I'm working in a bakery. And then it would drop even lower because I found that job at the urgent care, but the doctor was like a yeller. You know, he was sort of abusive to his employees, and many of us would go home crying at night. Um, And then I would put a dot that went way up high because I found an allergy job. And that doctor was the nicest guy I've ever met. He was just so sweet and kind. And, you know, so my anyway, that's how the timeline would go. You just make these little dots, and you'll see that over time, you have troughs and you have peaks. And you're going to get out of the valleys. 
Um, what Dorothy pointed out was that you're not going to stay, you're not going to keep going down, down, down forever. Life is cyclical. We can't see it when we're, in, when we're in the valleys of life, but things are going to pick back up. They really will. And just tell yourself, I can't see it right now, but I know things will pick back up. So here's some things you can do if you're getting run over by the struggle bus. Number one, pause. So life often throws poo in the fan to force you to stop what you're doing and just take inventory. So if you don't slow down when your body's giving you all these signals, your body will slow you down by creating a disease, a heart attack, a cancer. Um, That often happens. So use this as an opportunity to pause. Number two, grab a sheet of paper, make some columns and label them relationships. And you could split this into, if you're married, you could split it into marriage and then another one into parenting if you have kids. Career, spiritual, physical, and then just brain dump. Brain dump all the ways each of the categories suck right now. And then ask yourself, you have to think in third person here, what is one teeny tiny step someone who was in your shoes might take if they wanted to move up instead of further down in the valley? And so by phrasing it this way, you're not asking what you can't, what you can do. You're asking what someone else might do. So let's say you've gained 30 pounds because you've been on prednisone for a new disease and you list 15 things that suck physically right now, like not sleeping, my clothes won't fit, I can't exercise without peeing on myself, my eyebrows are falling out, my sugar levels now make me a pre-diabetic, etc. So if you wrote down, I need to start jogging five days a week, I need to give up gluten, sugar, dairy, blah, 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 that would feel impossible and you'd fail and then you'd feel worse for failing. But if you could step outside of yourself, use third person to trick your brain. Our brains are not all that smart when it comes to things like this. So you ask, what could she do? Well, she could walk two days a week. She could take her lunch to work three out of five days instead of eating out. And so that's something. So this one is just start with something. So again, number one was pause. Number two, make columns list like spiritual, career, physical relationships, and then write how each one sucks. And then the next step was to think in third person and just write down what she could do if she she were going to take a step. And you're also not saying that you are. You're just saying, well, if I were motivated, if I weren't in such a funk, I could do this. The next one is write out an intention for each day. I think I told you I got a new wellness journal. (laughs) Somebody gave it to me. And it has at the top intention for the day. Like that's the first thing that the journal has on each page. And so by writing it, I found that it comes true. It's it's now like magic. Um, Today, I think I wrote, I wanted to be fully awake to all the good things that happen. I mean, the other day I said I wanted, my intention was to put healthy stuff in my body and leave out the crap food. Other days, maybe my intention is to move as much as possible. Okay, you need accountability because if you're like down in a funk, you may not be able to pull yourself out easily. But if you have, if you announce your intentions to other people, if you're 
tell coworkers, like, I just need to get out of bed. Maybe not your coworkers, but tell a good friend. Um, I plan to sell my house and move overseas. There's a point in your life where you need big intentions, like get out of bed. Or my intention is to um, wait a few days before I buy more cheese when I run out or something like that. It could be something very easy. Um, But find a support group. So if you're going through something, if you're facing a health scare, join an online support group. If you're going through relationship woes, don't hang out with all the couples who are mushy gushy just started dating. Number seven, walk, don't run. If you are barely surviving right now for whatever reason, your body does not need more surges of cortisol. So a lot of times when we feel very slumpy and we feel like, oh, I just don't want to do anything. Sometimes that high intensity exercise is the wrong thing because your your body's already producing so much cortisol. You're not sleeping. You're anxious. You're worried. And so if you go to this spin class with the thumping music and your heart rate is pounding, you're not going to come out of there feeling more relaxed. Um, You could do yoga, but maybe don't do power yoga. Number eight, sleep. Sleep is biochemical gold. It's irreplaceable. There's nothing else you can give your body that's as good as sleep. You have to have it, so do whatever it takes. Earplugs, sound machines, sleep mask. If you have little babies, I don't know, do a GoFundMe and get people to help pay for a night nurse. Get your mother-in-law or mom to come up if you have one. Uh, Melatonin. Never thought I would be taking melatonin, but ladies, it is a game changer. And earplugs. I sleep in earplugs every single night. I figure if the house burns down, I will smell it at some point. And if somebody breaks into the house, well, I don't know that I could do a whole lot even if I heard it. Number nine, journal. If you're in a rough spot, you've got lots of brain clutter, lots of thoughts about what's going on all day. You're thinking, thinking, thinking. You're not going to do anything with these thoughts, but you you think you can. You could pay a therapist, which is an excellent idea, but you could also write. Write online in a private journal. I use WordPress um, as my public website, but I also have a WordPress, the free kind, um, and I it's my online journal, and you set the settings to private so nobody sees it, or you could write yourself an email, just let your feelings pour out, just start writing, and then you could delete it. The point is to get those thoughts out of your head. And lastly, grace. Show grace to yourself. Notice that voice in your head telling you how much you should be doing right now and how you should be feeling. This is called shooting on yourself. If you're in a rut, you are allowed to be there for a little while. Let yourself wallow around and just see how misery tastes. Then pick yourself and climbing out however long it takes and whoever you need to get to help you and just keep holding on. Reach out if you would like to, if you feel like this, if you feel like this episode could help someone, please send them, send it to them. And if you'd like to send me a message, you can DM me at hope the PA or send me an email at hope.cook at gmail.com.
I also have a free guide to hacking the life machine on my website. It's like a little ebook, and that also offers some helpful tips. It's at um, hopethepa.com. Thanks for listening to another episode of Recharting Your Life with Hope. I would love it if you could rate and review my podcast on iTunes. And if you want to get in touch with me, I would love to hear from y'all. You can shoot me an email, hope.cook at gmail.com. Let me know if you know of someone who would be an awesome guest. We're getting ready for season two. And I also want you to know that there is an upcoming episode. It's an interview. And I know I said I was not going to post any interviews this summer, but I cannot help it. I'm going to post it around the 4th of July because it's about freedom. Freedom from, well, you'll just have to wait and find out. It's really good, though. 